Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Fiction. All right, welcome back to another episode of In No Particular Order, the podcast where myself, Evan, the third host, and D-Mac go over listen in the, in the world of hip-hop in no particular order. Um, How are you doing tonight, D-Mac? I'm doing good, man. Just out here in Texas surviving. <laughs> yeah, man, as we record this, and like this is going to come out next week, it's not too far removed from what's going on there texas is having some issues oh yeah people people without electricity people who haven't burst some pipes it's just been a whole terrible climate change it seems like from the outside uh, looking in this is kind of on a level of hurricane katrina almost and, and the fact that it is, it is unprecedented how much this is actually affecting you guys People up here um, in my part of the country, which is Michigan, are laughing at it, initially at least, because, oh, this is what we go through every single year. This is Michigan, blah, blah, blah. But not understanding that you guys in Texas aren't prepped for this in your, in, in like your ecosystem at all. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. But, I mean, hopefully they make the adjustments now. A lot of it is like political views and everything else, so... I think that's the the main reason behind it, and that and Texas always try to be on its own thing. That's that's the thing about Texas. Yep. Texas try to have its own electrical system, its own uh, mm. like financial stability. Like if the whole world ended, Texas would still be running. That's what they want. <laughs> Damn. Um how how close to you in proximity? Well, how close in proximity are you to that? A mayor who was going off talking about all that stupid shit. Uh, oh, you talking about what? Which mayor you talking about? You talking about the mayor or the governor? The, the mayor who was like, uh, "You people want the government to take care of you if if, if there's no water, find a way to get water." And then that. that's why you pay taxes, right? <laughs> this is why we pay the government to provide that. us with water that we're paying and for and electricity oh, that we're paying for. Yeah. On them hit them. Little small ass cities, like makes yeah. sense. And he already got removed saying that dumb shit. Cause that was dumb as fuck. Cause that's being a super. And so he's not a Republican. He's a Trump Republican. Cause that's some dumb ass yeah, shit. Huh? Cause you pay the government for power and water. And so if your power and water isn't working, you can't. So you, you can't get a handout. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want a handout. I want what I'm paying for. Shoot, the good thing behind this is that I know where my water at. They told us that this whole week from Valentine's Day to this Sunday would not count on our bill nice. at all. So I was like, cool. <laughs> As it should. Exactly. The motherfuckers been running water, dripping water. Opening cabinets, trying to let heat in. It's been bad, yeah. It's been bad. I know I was prepped for it. I just went to, you know, Michigan status. 
But, but like the crazy, one of the crazier parts is the fact that in Texas, they don't have like the salt trucks like we do here in Michigan, and, and like they put down sand, correct? Mm-hmm. And sand will probably work if there's a little bit of snow, but if there's snow like what you guys got, the sand ain't gonna be shit. So you probably close everything down, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Everything closed. Like you couldn't get no food. Like you could get some food at at like supermarkets and stuff like that. Like they had emergencies, but then you couldn't get the food that you want. Like they meats and stuff was like all mm-hmm. closed in because of the fact that they had to rotate the power kept shutting all and off. It kept doing this mm. uh <clears throat> it's like a rotation. It's literally like the power would be on for like thirty five minutes and then forty five to thirty five minutes and then the power gonna be off for like thirty five, forty five minutes. And then they turn it back on, turn it back off, turn it back on, turn it back off. And so what people instead of people trying to get sick, you know what I'm saying, trying to maintain the needs and all that shit, they were just like, you know what? We ain't gonna allow nobody to get this shit because they'll turn around and sue our ass if they end up getting like food poison and some shit like that because they shit ain't cold. <laughs> yeah, yep, 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 like they definitely would. And, um, I saw people, um, putting their food in, in, in the snow to keep it from uh, going back and then have power and shit. Now, um, Ted Cruz, is he like the governor or is he like just like some, yes, yes, uh, senator. St- no, Texas. His senator? Yeah. <laughs> He doing some dumb ass yeah, shit. They drag him through the mud. As they should. I had to take care of my family. My 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 spoiled daughter wanted to be out of the state, so we left. <laughs> That's worse than when the fucking George Bushes flew over uh Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then he and then like he went to Cancun, being a big Trump person, and Trump wanted to build a wall <laughs> to keep it to to keep Mexicans out. <laughs> it, it, it's ironic on so many levels. And then, like, they put up an old tweet where he said, uh, he'll believe in global warming when, uh, Texas, uh, when Texas freezes over. So I guess he believes in uh, global warming now. Hell yeah. That is, this is the global warming. It's, it's, you can tell stuff getting bad. Like, this happened 10 years ago when I was in, matter of fact, when I was in Oklahoma. Did the same thing, mm-hmm. and they weren't prepared for it. But the, the on the electricity side, it wasn't that bad like this time around. It was bad, but it wasn't this bad. Right. And then for the saw trucks and stuff, they was borrowing the saw trucks from Oklahoma. Oklahoma had saw trucks all day. Mm. Yeah, but luckily, you and your family... Uh, I retained your water and power, um, for this entire time. Hell yeah, that's it. And, and and like it's not too different from how it's been with COVID anyway. Up for you guys, nah. Nah, not at all. And 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 like, and most of the power is back on now, right? For uh, like yeah, the- for most of the city, yeah. Thanks. <clears throat> So that's good at least, but it looks like 2021 isn't much better than 2020 so that's far. For real, we've had a lot of crazy shit going on already. Starting pretty rough. Yep. But we aren't going to bring you guys down with with negative talk like what's going on in Texas. We're here to give you more of the podcast that you love. So as we discussed at the end of last episode, this time 
DMAC and I are going to give you our list of our top five biggest fall-offs in hip-hop history in no particular order. Um, so I think that this is going to be a very fun list, and I, I think you guys are definitely going to enjoy it. Um, so as always, start our normal our, our normal rotation. DMAC, who is first on your list? Me, I got um, the Youngbloods. The group that was with uh, Lil John and Eastside Boys. And their uh, single was Damn. <laughs> you don't give a damn. We don't give a fuck. Or, or BT. You don't give a damn. Go on, throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that shit was the anthem. That was back when Lil John. Lil John was hot. He came out. Crunk hair. But it was Lil It came out with Youngbloods. It was crappy. Uh, I forgot what other click yet. Crime Mob. Yep. He had all these folks who was getting in rotation, kind of putting them, trying to put them on. Nobody was put on. I put it that way. And then little John just did his own damn thing. He went, and then yep, he went from Caribbean to this. He was giving pit bull hits. Like it was just ridiculous. And then uh, he just disappeared from the set. Uh, mm-hmm. well, back to Young Bloods though, but Young Bloods, they, damn was like the anthem. I believe it was yeah. the summer. It was, I think it was summer. I, I don't remember it was hot outside when it came out. I think it was our senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So either our senior year or right or in between senior year and me going to college and you going to the Navy. Yeah. I just remember that shit. You slab every time you hit the club. Every time they hit that beat. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Everybody like, oh. And then the beat drop. And you hear it. They calling me. <laughs> As Dave Chappelle, yeah, they call it me. <laughs> Five off of man, but yeah, I used to bow to that like nonstop back and forth. You know, just hitting the club, man. Like hitting the club, you hit that, everybody get crunks, just that and the third. But the thing was that was they only hit. They did come out with another one. Yes, they, they came out with another song, but it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't get no trade. Didn't get no trade at all. It was kind of like, because nah. it was kind of like, yeah, you're trying to go give another damn again, but it's mm. it wasn't the same, and it didn't have that uh that spark to it. So it was it was just kind of like, uh, yeah, we could do it out. And then after that, I haven't heard a damn thing from them at all. <laughs> what was the name of the second song? I just know the beat is Lil John B. That's all I remember. Yeah, I have no idea of, of what the song is, and I didn't know they had a second song. I was today years old when I found out that the Young Blood even put out a second song. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a damn. We don't give a fuck. And uh. Another good thing about that video was, because in the video, they were acting like they were going to run for president as, as co-presidents, I believe. And um, the funny thing that they said that I still say to this day, like, that, just to myself. Is, that's, that's, that's the one song. Uh, that, Mr. President. That's not damn? George Bush. That's not damn. He's a Mr. something, George Bush oh. or some shit like that. Cause I do remember seeing, uh, I guess that video then, and then um, one of the two said, "When they see how, we, 
when they see how uh, like we split this budget up, they'll be straight crippin' cubs. And then I always say straight crippin' cubs. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe something, because one of the two was the cousin of Andre 3000, I believe. Not for real. Yep. I think the one that kind of looks like him, like, like, like the taller, lankier one. Yeah, but like that's a good choice. Um, I, I, another group that they remind me of before I get to my choice, um, my first pick, and, and unless they're on your list, um, because uh, these this group again, like this this isn't on my list, but like you saying, the young bloods are like reminds me of uh, someone else. But um, the problem problem with the young bloods were the song was bigger than they. <laughs> And when, and when that happens on your first song, it fucks you up. Uh, Saint Mess, uh, what, the, uh, what the fuck was their name? Um, Player Circle with a uh, duffel bag boy. Mm-hmm. Cause that song was big as fuck because of the hook from Wayne, and they could never do anything else that was ever gonna top that at all. Cause that song was huge, and people thought it was a Lil Wayne song. That's true. But, no, no, uh, bridging, yeah. <laughs> but a bridging off of that, uh, tying into that, the person who's going to be my first pick for the biggest fall off of hip hop is the most popular member of Player Circle, and that's going to be Two Chains. When Two Chains first <laughs> came out, when when he first changed his name from Titty Boy to Two Chains, when he left Ludacris, and when he left the Player Circle, that's also like was on a DTP, I believe. Yeah. He went solo as Titty Boy for a while, and because I, I, I remember that they, that he was on a song with Lloyd on Lloyd's um, album that had uh, "I ain't casting up for me, Roman, you ain't never been friends" on, on that album, and that's the first time I heard him call stuff Two Chains, I believe. Um, so then after that, like he came out, I'm riding around and I'm getting it. I'm riding around and I'm yeah. getting it. And then like for that summer. He was burning up. Everybody had him as a, as a feature on their songs. He was all over the place. He even got so big to basically be an honorary a member of the inaugural class of uh, Getting Out Your Dreams record with Kanye because he was on uh, Lamborghini and Marseille. Yo, bitch, she's so thirsty. He was on all these fucking songs all over the place on top of the world. And he was an older rapper at that time, too. He was probably in his mid-30s at that point. And then, I don't know what happened. Yeah. He just fucking fell off, and he still puts out music to this day, and he gets a little bit of buzz, but 2 Chains has not been like a, a rapper that people talk about uh, on a daily basis who's in a popular lexicon for probably a good eight years or so. He he probably had one or two summers who he was hot as fuck. Now, he's he's barely mentioned it at all. Um, you know, I give you, I will say, yeah, the two, one, two summers, yeah. Um, my protect to it is, I think he's, he's not mainstream. I give, I, I, I'll say that at least to me, he's not. He, he does come out with a couple hits here and there, but he don't, he don't really have production, not production, the, um, he doesn't have the, uh, the attention, uh, the, to put out the music. Like he don't have, I think he'd be doing it himself, but no, he is with Def Jam, I thought. That's what I thought he would. Well, if you were Def Jam, <clears throat> if you were Def Jam in 2021, you might as well be by <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain he is with Def Jam. 
Because he, I know he didn't sign one of the 360 deals, but some of the, like, it's me, he just, it just don't, it doesn't have the, uh, the commercial, uh, levels of, like, they, whoever's A&R is or whoever, you know, at back them mm-hmm. up, they're not putting it out. And I do, like, when I listen to Sway in the Morning, like, he comes on there, and I listen to, like, one of his, two of his albums, two, a couple of his albums, some, they've been garbage, though, I would say that. His last one that came out, <laughs> I liked it, probably three yeah. tracks on there, like, the three tracks, but... Yeah, I agree, about three Yeah, four. but, like I said... And it had, like, 18, didn't it? Yeah, it had that's a lot. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll talk about, I'm gonna like it, like, 20% of the album, like... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Take that money maker. Don't make your money maker. Yeah. Um, now he's, in my opinion, um, he's putting out better music now than he was on, on based on a true story. Cause that album was yes. trash, super yeah. trash. And that might be when he started to fall off. Cause maybe um, maybe two changes more of a singles rapper than an album rapper. That might be some of his problem too. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the album that he did with um, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne w- was pretty good. Yeah. And then um, I kind of didn't like it though. Just because I think I just didn't like it because it's a joint venture between one and both of them. This ain't no damn Drake and fucking uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Drake. Drake, Drake and uh, what the fuck that dude's name? Uh, damn. Drake did a. Uh, Drake did a joint album. Yeah, yeah, he did one with uh. Oh, uh, Future. Yeah, Drake and Future. You know what I'm saying? Like every time they get together, it's it's a good, it's it's either a good it's a good song or it's a pretty good album. But the only thing is though, I swear every time I hear Drake and Future, I just want to hear Drake. I don't want to hear Future because every time Future starts talking, I can't understand what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> I don't know how Future has had a, a tenure career at this point, man, because Future came out when I first uh, got my old job and, and started dating a girl from here because I remember because uh, we were talking about his songs on, on one of our first dates. So Future has been out for 10 years and he has fallen off and I don't know how the fuck that's possible because Future... I just don't get mm-hmm. it. I, I just don't get it. But um, I, I'm actually a fan of of our joint albums. If two big rappers make a joint album, uh, like I'm all for it. Yeah, depending on it to me, it's just all depending on who it is, man. They aren't all good. I will admit, but I'm always a fan of it because. Yeah, um, yep, so, like, that's my first choice. Who is your second choice? Okay, I got, um, the, <laughs> I, I, this one, this, this, this one, I, you probably laugh at, but, <laughs> Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby. I mean, like, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, and the reason why I picked this one is because he, <laughs> If you if you would have heard it, you heard the song, you'd probably be like, okay, this is alright. But when you see the video, the video will be like, damn, like this shit bring you on 10. Like you be starting to want to bust a move and shit. 
And I got, I, yeah, you know, you're right. And I gotta give it to, uh, I don't even know his, his regular name, but Vanilla Ice. I gotta give it to him. This dude was getting it. Like, that motherfucker had he was. moves like a motherfucker. I was just like, damn. Like, for, for, for a white guy, like, this dude was like, getting it. Like, <laughs> like, to me, he should have been, like, in somebody else. Like, if music, rapping wasn't gonna be his thing. He could have been somebody like backstage dancer because this dude get he was getting it on that goddamn fucking video yeah. and uh the video with the song like matched up to a whole nother level and that shit just like resonated it was on every airwave every mm-hmm. it was on the box back in the day I think the box or whatever <laughs> yep that's one of the first rap songs that that I recall hearing yeah that shit. <laughs> I got to give it to him, but then after that, I have heard nothing. I... Didn't he have uh, like a second hit with like a kind of a slap? Uh, uh, wasn't Papa Goes a Weasel? Or was Papa Goes a Weasel a song that make it fun of him? I have no idea. I think Papa Goes a Weasel make it fun of him. Maybe. Yeah, by uh, third base, yeah. I believe. Not, uh, not I think about it, but he had one more hit off that album. Then he did, then he did a movie, and then he was on Turtles 2, had his other, probably, in my opinion, his best song. Yeah. Ninja rap. Go ninja. Go oh, yeah. ninja. Go. Go ninja. Go slap. ninja. Go. <laughs> that shit to this day that shit slap. So uh and but his fall off was was very hard because um he was doing fucking reality shows before it became popular. Every rapper turned on him, MC Hammer even turned on him who, who was like the white version of Supposedly him. Supposedly should um, they, like choked him out on the balcony or some shit. I don't know what the fuck that was about. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Robin Winkle, which is like his real name, has told that story seventeen different times and changes changes up the fucking how it happened each time. I think because because he's afraid of Suge, but I think what really did happen is one of Suge's homeboys wrote that wrote Ice Ice Baby, or probably didn't he write it, but like Suge told him he did because Suge is like that, and then he wanted all of the fucking royalties from the song. And Robin Wink was like, no, it's my song, thinking he was kind of tough, and then they held him over the balcony. And then he paid up, and then that's how they got... And that seed money, they say, is what started Death Row Records. Oh, that I didn't know. So, yep, so, so like, Robin Winkle will say, hey, I gave them the money, and I feel like I'm part of hip-hop history because I started one of the best, most popular rap labels of all time with that money. Mm-hmm, that's true. And then, um, also on Ice Ice's Baby, there was the controversy that he, that like he ripped off the song Under Pressure by, um, by the policing queen, I believe. And then he had that famous interview where, uh, they played the songs back and like he was like, and like this is like a verbatim, man. I'm like, it's hilarious. Like, it's one of the funny things I've ever seen in my life. He was like, okay, so their song goes, don't, 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 do don't, 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 don't 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 do the don't ding ding. No 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 no. I'm sorry. That, that that's how his went. Yeah. So there's when don't 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 be sitting. Now mine goes. Don't 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 do the don't 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 ding ding. That ting ting. That's different. So that's not copyright infringement. He said it with a straight face. That's funny. That was some of the most baller shit ever, bro. And then he put out. Once his rap career went bad, he drew out he grew up some dreads, like some white dreads, yeah. and then he came out with Ice Ice Baby as as a rock song. Ice Ice Baby. 
<coughs> yeah, that, you know. And, and that didn't hit. And now he, um, I think he, he flips houses now. Damn. Uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I heard something similar to that. I know he don't rap or sing no more. No. He gave that up. But that would be smart for him. Flip yep. Be- because apparently, <laughs> as a teenager, like he was trained as a carpenter and shit, I think. they said. Okay. But he, he he definitely had one of the biggest the biggest fall offs in, in music history, like not even just rap, in music history. <laughs> Alright, it's a good choice. Let me uh pull up my list here. Okay, where the fuck is that shit? What app did I use? Okay, my next choice. And some of mine are still in I'm thinking how I I wanna do it. Okay, so my next one is gonna be Another that's pretty evident is someone who was very popular during our era of rap, which is like 96 to 2008, if we're being realistic. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he was burning. The first two albums were burning like a motherfucker. The third album is when he's tried to overdo him to his shit, and he got trash, and now he, he fucking... He's trash. Uh, but that rapper is St. Louis's own Nelly. <laughs> Because he went from the top of the world to now he does only country music, it seems like. <laughs> Baby, you a thong. You make me want to turn my window down. And I, I will say this, though. I'll let, let you go first. But, no, no, you know, uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. To defend Nelly, you know. First album was hot. Second album was hot. Third, no. Fourth, no. Sweatsuit. Yeah, or a two, no, whatever. But this is what I will say. And he, I mean, he said this on, he said this on the Breakfast Club, something that I didn't know. <coughs> like, he owned number one on every chart except for, like, two. Probably like classical and gospel. And, and, yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even know who it was that. It, it was because he ended up going number one in country. Because <laughs> when he was like, I'm going uh, was it over and over again. Which was a slap. <laughs> I can't lie. The first time he went country was a slap, but then it just was too much. <laughs> I replay it over and over again. I can't stop picturing you with him. And it hurts so bad. <laughs> that shit was a slap. I would say this, though, when I heard it on the verses. And granted, he was going against the wrong dude, number one. Because going against Luda, when he's actually lyrical, it's kind of hard to right. listen to Nelly. It's just like, he just got that melody. That's that's his thing. Mm-hmm. It's literally, it's almost like some future shit, except you understand what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> exactly. He was a first rap R&B hybrid. Yeah, because it, it, it just hit. It's just like, oh man, like, and he's just rapping, boom, 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 and it sounds good, and then the, the beat hit, and he's like, he got that melody, and that's what even Luda, Luda even said it to, you know what I'm saying? He even said it so, he was like, dude, you got that melody, like, he was like, I can't get that, I gotta actually, like, put some bars down. Like, I gotta rap, like, 
That's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> like a motherfucker. I gotta actually put some bars on my shit. Because he can't do that. Like, I can't just sing like, like you. Sing like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, uh, what, what's, what's that song? Uh, my boo. That one. Yep. And Nelly, you know how he used to sing with the melody. I've seen, I can't even say it, say the verse or the whole day, but yeah. he's like all low and mellow tone when he sang the verse. I don't know what you think, Pip. Yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, Nelly was hotter than fist grease for like them first two albums. Third album, you could tell that he ran out of ideas because he had he got that sweat dripping all over your body. Like that was like, okay, this is hot in here part two. <laughs> you aren't fooling me, Nelly. That's why I knew this shit was going downhill. And then with fucking shake your tail feather, like shake your tail feather, Nelly. Shake your tail feather. Is is is, is that what you want to say? I, or your new hit? I actually like that. One. It was a hit. It was, like it was a hit, but but in in for retrospect, that's a terrible thing to call someone's ass. In in two thousand four, shake your tail feather. Hey man, that shit was hitting, man. Hey, it, 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 it was a slap. It was a slap, but it was dumb. And to be honest with you, that was yeah, that was Nelly song. From, from but he got credit, but Diddy took the rights for that song. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Like Diddy yeah. basically bought basically bought the damn song from him technically, and then kind of say yeah, it's featuring Nelly, but it's really Nelly's song. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, but like that happens all the time. Like people will have a song with two verses on it. And a hook, and I'll buy it, and then like make it their song. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Drake did on a uh, loving the crew. That's why like it was, it was a fucking weekend for so fucking long. And then Drake finally came in because that was a weekend song oh, yeah, that Drake yeah, bought. Because yeah. like, like why? Like who is this weird nigga with this weird voice singing for seventy five minutes before Drake come in? <laughs> loving the crew, get your hands up my keyboard. Is <laughs> he no fucking singing along? Cause yeah, cause Drake bought that song from the weekend, and then paid him like a pittance, and then like he he, he and then made it his song. But yeah, but but that so so that does happen a lot. But yeah, like Nelly's just consistent, and then he has some slaps in there every now and uh, like um it, every now and again. Cause I think that the fucking uh, I think that Air Force One was, uh, was on the third album, wasn't? No, that was on the first one. Air Force One was on the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. 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 Yep. Cause that's all popular as fuck on the album. Everybody kept playing it. I think you're right, man. No, I think it was nah. It was on the second. Second, okay. But I remember that we're hiding here and all that. I'm pretty certain it was on, yeah. Because I remember I went to summer school, and that's all the reason why I I was going to summer school during junior senior year, going to senior year, and Mm -hmm. I remember that was slapping. Because you remember Charles, light skin BB. Charles Welch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, he was me and him was going to summer school and he would give me a ride to the crib. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> shit shit, like what is he up to? Like you heard from him or like or like or like follow him on like the social media? Last time, bro, I talked to him, man, it's been that's not talking to him, it was it was a while ago, it was about eight years ago. Cause I it was when I went, went to Atlanta, because I thought he was still in Atlanta, but he wasn't in Atlanta no more. He said he was back in Saginaw. So I was like, oh, I'll see you when I get down there. But I ain't never hit him up because I was running around and everything. So yeah. and ever since then, I haven't seen him. I know he's been with love of his life since high school. <laughs> mm. 
Shit, man, that's beautiful, man. Uh, but Air Force Ones was on the second album, like you were correct. Nellyville. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but every now and again in that era, as as Nelly made his decline, which a lot of rappers and artists do after his second album anyway, um, he'll get a slap in there every now and again, like uh, he had, smile for me, baby. Why is it looking at I want to see your grill. Yeah, yeah, your grill. That was probably 2006, I feel like. Like, that was, like, after, like, he was big. That was, like, his last hint at being, like, a fucking a big star. And then, uh, now he's doing, like, like I said, country music. He had a song with, I think they're called Florida, Florida Georgia Linus and mm-hmm. shit. And then he had, like, the other song that I was thinking about her. She was thinking about me. It was just a dream. <laughs> This was trash. It was him trying so hard to be country. But I, I actually saw Nelly in concert maybe two years ago. Because uh, he, he came to the Soren Eagle. Oh, no. Him and Murphy Lee. Nah, they, they, they riding and die together. I feel like Murphy Lee is like is only one love, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I, um I saw like a thumbnail on YouTube for a video where uh what what's his name Ali was talking about his problems with Nelly. Oh, for real. So like apparently like they ain't cooling me up. Damn. Um, but I think the city spud probably still fuck with him because like he he held fuck city spud down like the whole time like he was in jail. It's like he probably still rock with him, but. From as big as as Nelly, because Nelly was as big like like we said before on the show. Uh, Jay Z has said on one of his songs, "The only people who are moving units is M, Pimp, Juice, and us." Yep. And uh, and of those, now us really just means Jay Z, as we know. But uh, of those three, the only one still moving units. <clears throat> I mean, the, the only one who isn't isn't moving units still. Now quality. Aside, the only one who isn't moving units is Pip Juice. Yeah. Because <laughs> he fell the fuck off. Totally. All right. Uh, I'm go I ahead. was like, totally, he did fall the fuck off. Hard. I would say this. Right, uh, I would say this, though. He is one of the few rappers to have a diamond album. He, that, that, one of the few artists, period. Dig that, too. But rap, but far as MC though, like he's literally like one of two, three. Hell, they just told me that uh, Lauren Hill just they, happened. They just yep. told me that the, like just recently that Lauren Hill album finally went diamond. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, man, Lauren Hill. <laughs> I think two of yeah, because I sent you like an article about that, mm-hmm. didn't I? Yo, because Lauren Hill was on there. Uh, two of Eminem's. I can't remember who else. Two of Eminem. I know Outcast is on there. Love below. Outcast is on there. Yep, yep. But but no Jay Z. Yeah, no Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Z probably he could do it if if he wanted to in my eyes. If he was business like strategic, do it. He, he like because I think he could do it now. To be honest with you, like his 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 relevancy in hip hop is just. You you almost got to give this dude like the 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 throne because his longevity is just like oof. I, no other rapper has been as 
relevant and she has for as long as she has who still makes music yeah. like r- r- rappers will still be up from relevant and other media exactly but in terms of being relevant and rap still there's no one ever who, who has been on top or in the conversation for as long as he has ever and I don't think they ever will me neither besides maybe Drake maybe maybe Drake maybe Drake but then Drake has a couple of asterisks asterisk by his name. One being that like he's not a rapper, rapper. Cause, like Jay Z had never did any kind of fucking singing on his shit. I know, I know. <laughs> Drake kind of is in the middle. So you go for we'll call it traditional rappers. No one's ever gonna do it again because traditional rap isn't really a thing anymore. And again, I don't mind when rappers sing like they kind of merge with genres anyway. But just being factual, actual and factual. I don't think the Jay-Z will, will ever see that. I mean, I, I don't think we'll ever see this again. However, I don't think he'll ever go Diamond because Diamond isn't even really even a thing anymore because it takes so long for our stream to count as a mm-hmm. as a sell. And now, because back in our day, rappers were going platinum back and forth. Yeah. If you went gold, it was a flop. Now now going gold is a milestone. Yeah. But people are so happy when somebody goes gold and, and it baffles me like, how is gold good now? Yeah, that baffles me too. People will uh stream sell like a hundred thousand. And like that's a success now. Like back in our day, that that's a colossal failure. <laughs> people are going platinum in a week. Came out Tuesday by Friday, that that whole platinum. Yep. So, because of that and how things have changed, I don't think that Jay will ever go diamond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, strategically, I think he could. If he if he do something strategic in a way, I think he could do it. I think Drake could do it too, though. If he, but Drake or Drake, who did you say? Drake, I think Drake can do it, but Drake, Drake, he has to put a classic out. That's the only way. Not even a classic album, bro. Um, here's how going diamond I think works now, and I think how it always worked. You have to be able to cross over fully. Jay Z will sneak a hit in there, but like he's never been like really a mainstream artist. Like he doesn't really have too many cat. Well, he has some catchy hooks, but Jay Z singles aren't really single singles. They work because it's him. If anybody else would put out these same singles, they wouldn't work. But Drake, on the other hand, knows what people want to hear in the kids, the young people, and the women. So Drake has a better chance at going diamond. Because I, I think the last one was close, because like, that bitch was selling like a motherfucker. Oh, 444? No, uh, uh, Drake's last one. It was selling. It was a double disc. Uh, I had to look it up, but it and, did sell. And that's the finesse, too, because uh, I think it's dumb as fuck, but like, it's definitely a finesse. And like that's how Chris Brown goes platinum yeah. and shit. Um, <laughs> A double disc counts as two cells. Which I think is crazy. Yeah, that shit, wow. Alright, um, who is your next pick? Um, my next pick is... Yeah, he had one single. <laughs> that was... <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna get straight to it. He had one single that was like, whoa. <laughs> and it blew. 
Are you saying the single was like woke or it was called like woke? <laughs> yeah, it, it was like woke. <laughs> oh, a black rob. Yep. Next one is black rob. Like woke, just like um, I would say, just like Vanilla Ice, except it wasn't he had no dancing on his. It was just more more uh thrill to the video and of course you know i know diddy and of course this diddy you know all in the videos <laughs> dance nah man what was hitting so hard i just remember getting up in school as soon as i hit like mtv back in the day that mm-hmm. shit was just like boom whoa first used to come on like clockwork. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that motherfucker wasn't heavy rotation. You're right. That bitch was heavy, heavy ass rotation. rotation. And then I'm like, and on the radio, whoa was on there. And everybody, I remember the boy watching it in school. We were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it was hitting. It, I mean, it, it was a, it was a good, uh, a good single for a new upcoming artist. But then after that, you heard nothing. And you know what I, well, oh, he was a bad boy flight, wasn't he? Bad boy what? The Bad Boy for Life uh song. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. I think he was. But like that was a Diddy yeah. song, so like that doesn't really count. But I will say this though. And this just ain't no shot to Black Rob. This is really a shot to be Diddy. I'm tired back when he had Bad Boy after Big died passed away. This dude then had so many motherfuckers that one hit wonders. It was ridiculous. Yes. Like it's like super bad. That's all he had. That's all he basically had. He had so many besides Carl Thomas, one twelve <laughs> in total. For real. Like man, like it was so many one hit wonders. It was ridiculous. But then it's like G Dep Loon with the G Dep Loon Loon went to jail. A B five shine. Yep. Time with the jail. That uh, fucking that first girl group. Craig, the second girl Craig group. Mac, he won over. <laughs> yep. He was at the beginning. His track record. His track record overall is pretty fucking spot. He had some really big hits, but some more one hit wonders. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking like, damn, dude. And then at first I thought that's what why Mace had did, even though Mace was just being spotty itself. That's what was up with Mace. Mace would yep. get ghosts on your ass. He'd drop a hot record, hot song, a couple of hot songs, and then third, dude, like, yeah, I'm gone. Then you don't hear from him. Then he come back like, hey, man, I really want to do this. I apologize. Okay. I need you to sign this contract right here. This is a big show, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I signed yep. it. It did, boom, come out again. It did after that. This motherfucker, years later, he, he disappeared. Then years later, he come back and talk about some, man, did me wrong, man. I can't get my royalties to feed my family, this, that, and third. No. He did, he did the right thing. You went ghost on his ass and he had decided to deal contract so he could make sure if you get ghost again, he got your buddy. <laughs> I'm glad you said that, bro. People don't talk about that narrative of that story and that's and I think that's partially why Diddy's contract is so fucked up now because of Mace. Mace fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, Mace fucked up the money, bro. Because that's exactly what he was doing. Now, when Mace found God uh, more power to him. I'm all for that, but he he fucked over Diddy numerous times before that. Exactly. Because Diddy, because Diddy, remember Diddy had fucked over the locks too. At one point, he had them locked in their contract to the point where 
any of their music they put out, he was going to get some money. He was getting majority of money. So when they went to Rough Rider and all that shit, he was still getting some money. He was still getting paid. <laughs> but, okay, man, but here here's the thing about that. So if Diddy gave them a good contract that, that allowed them to get out of Bad Boy, when they went to the locks, I mean, um, to, to fuck Rough Riders, they would have got a fucked up contract too because unfortunately, True. the entertainment industry, this is known for having predatory fucked up ass contracts. Like it takes you to get it fucked over in deals for like 20 years uh, like till you get a good mm-hmm. one. Case in point, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. You're right. Even though Dave Chappelle, he got his money now, so. Yeah. But me being a business major and shit, I would say what Dave Chappelle told, like a little story, I was like, you're kind of whiny, bro. I- I'm kind of on Comedy Central's side. Now, should, should they have owned this shit forever? No. No. Yeah. But the fact that he agreed to that contract, and if, if, if he didn't, saying I was young to me had never been a, a, an excuse for anything. He should have read that contract and said, okay, or put some kind of clause in there where it says that. Like I said about about fucking Joe Button like a couple couple months back, to where they reevaluate the contract as as so many different checkpoints in the, in the term of the contract. Mm-hmm. So if he hits a certain number, then they can renegotiate. Both parties have to have, have the power to call for that renegotiation. So it and how did you not, how do you not know that if your lawyer is a, a lawyer from the company that you're going to get fucked? Yeah, I know. <laughs> And then also the biggest point against Dave Chappelle, like this is a hot take I know, he walked off the job. If you hire somebody, DMAC, to do some work in your house and they walk off the job, are you going to continue to pay him? So it's dumb as fuck for him to think that he should have a claim to that show, although it does bear his name, if he walked off the job. You can't do that. Bad contractor, no, you can't just walk off the job. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I believe, yeah, and I believe, I believe that the contract was only for like two seasons anyway. But did he get them renewed? That's the thing. They hit him with the renewed contract. Remember, and that's the and that's the story yes. he's not saying. That's something he didn't say. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely they, right. They yes. hit him with the fifty million dollars, fifty sixty million dollars, or whatever, and he was trying to renew it, and he was like, "No." That's when he just walked off the job and went ghost, and he was just kind of like the hell and then it's just like dude well if you want it if they gave you the 50 and you feel like you needed more why the fuck you just didn't say that just be like yo y'all need to y'all owe me for all this blah 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 exactly it would have been that easy yes but he just walked off so it was something else going on i know that's a fact exactly bro because that's a that's actually a point that, 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 that i forgot about if the show's doing that good that show basically i won't say it saved comedy central could have had South Park and shit. Like, it it, it kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of did. I mean, they did have South it, Park, but besides South Park, that, that I think that would literally save Comedy Central. Yes. I mean, like, save, well, save implies that they were doing bad, because I don't think they were doing bad, but it, it, that show was a flagship show. Mm-hmm. So, and I guarantee you, with all of the leverage he had at that point, he could got his money and got his back money right then. Yeah. And he could have got the equity. 
in the show. I guarantee you that at that point, he would have got whatever he wanted. I guarantee it. But because he was unprofessional, walked off the show, he got nothing and they owned the show. I guarantee you that they would have given him whatever he wanted. Yeah, they would have. And then now, like, he acts like, uh, like it's all about money, which, which isn't like a a good thing for it to be about anyway. When back then he said it's about the creative freedom and, and feeling like they're laughing at him, not with them. Yeah. So, so I applaud Dave Chappelle for using his uh, fucking leeway now to get Netflix's like stop airing airing a show that they paid for. That's that's some baller ass shit. <laughs> but on some real shit, I I don't feel that sorry for him because it's his it's his fault and for signing a fucked up contract with no type of because. You made the like I said a great point, man. Because uh, when he signed that new contract, he, he he had so much more leverage. Yeah, way more. That's why I understand it. Yeah, so yeah, that's a that's a great point, man. But now that he's mad that oh they took my name, they took my show, and this is a big tangent, people in the audience. But I, I feel like you probably like our tangents. He could have put a Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean did the biggest finesse I've ever seen in music, bro. Cause uh, he signed to I think Def Jam, and they wanted him like to to put an album out. So he said, "All right, cool." But on the back end, he was talking like he was talking to Apple Music. So he convinced Def Jam to put an album out. Just some bullshit. Then the very and then like it was like a one album deal. Then the very next day, he put out his real album, Blind, on I think. Apple Music. So he, he put some bullshit out to get out of his contract at, at Def Jam, then put all like his real project. That's a ball of shit. <laughs> and got a bag for it too on both on both accounts. That, that, that's what Dave also could have done. So yeah, so and now Dave Chappelle and put out these comedy specials that are just him complaining about fucking Netflix. I mean, a Comedy Central. So like Dave Chappelle is not one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> All right now. Okay. Uh, next my next one is going to be. This one, it gets a little. I'll say that one for last because I think I know how I'm going to do it. Uh, my next one. This is a hard one, but if we're being honest, he has to be in there. And this person hasn't been hot. This is probably 2008, but they still have been put on music. And and most of it, if I'm being honest, has been trash. (laughs) And that person is one of my top five favorite rappers of all time. The recent divorcee, Kanye West. Oh, uh, I mean, I get that one. Kanye gave us, yeah, he he, he gave us some of the best rap, uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, some of the best rap albums of all time. But then start putting out bullshit like fucking Yeezus, mm-hmm. unlistenable, <laughs> fucking the bipolar album. I can't even think of any songs on it. Life of Pablo even isn't that great. Yeah, I know. Uh, the Gospel album, trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like that's the last couple albums. Like the, his last really good album to me, people will say "Dark Dark Twisted Fantasy," whatever the fuck it's called. But I don't, I didn't like the album oh, personally. Man, that's just 
That shit's like, I can ride all the way I through I personally it. didn't like it. That, that is the popular opinion, man, but I, uh, his last great album to me was, uh, was, a uh, Graduation. Okay. That's one that I can listen to, like, all the way through. Now, 808s Heartbreaks were also good, but I understand how people, ba- now, back when that album first came out, I always say this, be a, a, like a hipster, the only two people that I know for a fact who loved that album when it first came out were me and my brother. Everybody else hated the album when it first came out, but it changed. Me included. It took it. <laughs> well, oh, you hated it when yeah. it came out? And I, I, took, I actually yeah. think I threw that CD away, if I'm mistaken, but <laughs> I think I'm, pretty, I'm pretty certain. But what, I, what made me flock to it again was it was a VH1. Um, he did some kind of show for VH1. It was like an hour long. I had bought a little disc or whatever where it had, uh, it had a, it was like a little concert, like a listening party, but it was like a little mm-hmm. concert where on VH1 with the, you know, audience where you probably had probably like 25 people there or whatever. And he sung off 88s, 88s and heartbreaks. But the thing was mm-hmm. though, there was no auto tune. So he mm-hmm. was actually having to sing. And raps and all that, and as I listened to it, I was like, "This shit kind of hot." Like this shit, this shit actually pretty fucking hot. And I listened to it, and he was mingling with the audience and everything, and it kind of turned me on to it. And I was like, "Okay, it's not heartbreaks ain't that bad." It was just, I think it was really the auto tune that kind of turned me off. Everybody's having to keep going at okay. me auto tune shit, but then when he can, he could do it with the auto tune and without the auto tune. To me, if he would have did without the auto tune, hell, it would have been better. <laughs> yeah and then me because um me being a fan of, of r&b then um also uh as a kid I, I was also a pop music fan too that that's what people like who listen to this podcast i might not know uh i'm I, definitely a pop fan like in like uh like in middle school I, i'm probably the only straight black person who liked pop music in in the middle school but um so because i had the i, I had had my enjoyment of that music in my past I didn't mind that album. Like at that time, that was probably one of my favorite albums of that year. <clears throat> but and we see the influence of that album on all these new sad rap kids, anyway. Which I guess it isn't a good thing, but uh, it, it's definitely an album that had a girl on people. Mm-hmm. Much like this is a sidebar. Much like Diddy's uh, "Dirty Money." Okay, you. Could that shit? It still, that shit sounds like it came out today. That's true. Um, but yeah, but after that, Kanye went crazy, as I think we all really know when 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 his mom died, and he has not been the same since then. To the point that he's getting a divorce. <laughs> yep. Because I never want to be so in love with anyone on the planet, whether it be a family member. A spouse or whatever to where I cannot function or cope if they aren't around. That's that level of codependency is too much for me. But Kanye definitely has that level of of codependency. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he definitely fell off because uh, I still don't like um, Twisted Fantasy. It's too like gothic for me. It's too kind of like evil sounding. I feel like um. Jesus is probably one of the worst albums of all time. Yeah. You like the the bipolar? You, know, you huh? like the Pablo? 
Pablo was decent, but it, it doesn't stick out in my mind. Like the only songs I, I can tell you about was that first one. Yeah. Really? That that's it. Like songs that stick out in my head to this day. Like on the first album, I can tell you like track for track. Mm-hmm. But on Pablo, I, I guess when he was like, if I fuck this motto and she's bleached her asshole, if I get blood <laughs> on my t-shirt, I'ma feel like an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Kanye has had the biggest fall off, in my opinion, and I don't see him coming back because him getting this uh, divorce is not going to be good for his psyche, man. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't want to speak negatively, but I hope that he finds, I hope that he really gets like stops music entirely and becomes a real Christian. Because the only thing they're going to save Kanye West's life right now is God. Yeah, because because he's too far gone. This is true. This is true. Sad but true. Sad but true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. So you're on number four, right? Yeah. All right. My next one is he's a 2003, 2003 hit back in high school. Okay. Um. He used to be signed with Nelly. Then he moved over to Luda. And Luda is when he popped. He used to be with Nelly back when Nelly was going on stage. Basically, he would uh like warm up for him for Fires' concert and stuff like that. And he's also from St. Louis as well. If you don't know who this character is, he goes by the name of Chingy. Chingy Lane, he Cooper must dig a lane. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know the first part of that story. That like he, he was, was with uh, Nelly. With him. Yeah, he was with Nelly, oh. opening up Nelly and everything, and he was actually signed with Nelly. But it was something. It was more of a soft signing. It was. It was nothing right. like very exclusive. So then he got picked up by Luda, and then Luda is when he got the. I liked it when you do it right there, right, right there. there, and then that's when he went, and then the right there, right there. Everybody was like, "Oh, this shit gonna pop, this shit hit." Everybody was like all jumping on it. That shit, that actually, that album actually went platinum. And that's back when platinum, you could go platinum easy. Like, really right. easy. And then he went and did, um, was it One Call Away with Rudy? No, no, no. Before that, he did, uh, What You Doing? Nothing chilling at the holiday end. Yeah. No, I thought it was. Which is also a slap. Well, both, yeah, they both a slap, yeah. Cause I do remember how they end. I, was, I remember watching that when I was on my way going to boot camp, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this shit slapping! What you doing at the holiday end?" And then I just remember uh, Luda, Luda verse on there. Stop, drop, and roll, baby, rub mm-hmm. on your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But nah, I remember. Uh, yeah, that that song with him, Luda. Uh, Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Then One Call Away had Tyrese on it. That might have been on the other album. Might be. It might have been. No, you, or it might have been. You're thinking of calling me back. Is it one? I thought it was One Call Away. Every time I'm trying to leave, I think he's calling me back. Me back. Oh. I need you in my yeah. life. The song you talk, the, the, the song you name is, is with Jason Weaver of Lion King and Smart Guy fame. There you go. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because I forgot. I forgot all about that shit. You can roll with me. me. If you was my baby. <laughs> uh, I know he tried to do that shit just to be in tune. Right. <laughs> but yeah, he had all them singles, them two singles. They slapped, whatever. But that second album. He had four. And like, but on, on, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like on the second one, that's when he had a, a like, song with Tyrese, I believe, right? No, nah, I thought it was the. Damn, see, that's what they. I don't know. To the Googles. Uh, we're going to find this out right now. <laughs> or. Call Me Back could have been a Tyrese song. But that definitely was not. If anything, like that was the first, the fourth single from the first album, and if you got four singles out, that's that's a colossal album. Um, or the first single from the second album, Chingy. I'm about to find right here. Calling me back. Jackpot. Pulling me back. Song by Chingy. Yeah, one call away. Yeah, one call away was on with Weaver. That was on the first one. On the first. Yep. Yeah. Pulling me back was on Hood Star in, t- in, 20, in t- 2006. And that shit. Oh, that one? That was Hood Star? Yep. And I probably was the only hit off, off that one because I actually forgot about Pulling Me Back until this very moment. All I know is Hood Star was trash. That shit was trash. Yeah. That shit was trash. Yeah, that shit didn't do shit. Because uh, from what my understanding was, Powerball got traction, but Powerball had got energy. It, I think yeah, Forgot it, about went, Paul it went platinum Paul. because of it was still he he was still had energy yep. going into it. Then yep. once he ended up doing the next one, Hoodstar, it wasn't popping. He wasn't popping like that no more. Then he fell out with Luda. It was over some money. Wait, wait, like that. Powerball was an album and not like a single. Nah, that was <laughs> that was an album. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, then Damn. Okay, so did he not have any hits on Powerball? It was like Power, like, yeah, it was Power Powerball and. I mean, singles. No, he had none. Not that I know. He had... So, that's crazy. Not that I remember. I'm looking at the singles right now. It's Baller Baby and Don't Worry. And don't none of them ring a bell to me at all. Baller Baby kind of ring a bell. And it's crazy. As a matter of fact... I don't know, it's crazy. Let me play this Baller Baby real quick so I can... Yeah. I'm a baller. Yeah, yeah. Ride on her little baby. A baby, baby. You can side. Yeah, yeah, go. You know the mm-hmm. of a baller. Uh-huh. That's me. C-H-I-N-G. To the Y. To the Y. That was a modest hit. Yeah, man. Modest. So. If you count it, so Chica actually didn't do that bad then, because that's what five we named. Five, yeah, about five. It just like he just really fell off after that. Yeah, just the two albums, and then what Hoodstar had was it had uh pulling me back. That's yeah, it. and then that's it, man. And then he just went ghost. He did from according to this, he put out. Last album he put out was in 2010. He's supposed to be putting out one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and this, he's supposed to be putting out one this year called Hate It or Love It. But we will see. I'm going to go with Hate It. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm shocked that like, he has an album coming out. I, I'm pretty sure that Chingy was also 
at that concert I went to. Not for real. Yeah, it was it, it was Chingy, Murphy Lee, and Nelly. Okay. And of course, they came out in that order, I believe. No, no, no. It was Murphy Lee was opening, opening act, then Chingy, then Nelly. And Mount at the Mount Pleasant Casino. Oh, shit. <laughs> Large venue, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but Chinky is a good choice. And, and honestly, I think out of both our lists so far, Chinky has had the most, besides Nelly, has had the most certified hits. True. But he, but it fell off with just as high, it was just as low as his heights were high. But he, when I'm looking at like Hoodstar and all these other things, dude has some, he has some bomb ass producers. This motherfucker had Tim Lynn, Jermaine Dupree, Manny Fresh. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't surprise me that, that he did so well. You got some producers hitting like that. That's a good point. Who, who are, who all were at the heights of their power? Cause that's back when fucking uh, Jermaine Dupree could actually put out hits. Unlike now. Mm-hmm. The last thing that, that uh, Jermaine Dupree hit was Janet Jackson's pussy, and that was like ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's a good choice though. And like, you actually made me recall some of his hits because for a while I was gonna think about those first three: that uh, "No Call Away," yeah. uh, "Holiday Inn," and um, the first one. But yeah, but yeah, but he had two more because because "Pulling Me Back" was actually pretty decent. Mainly because of Tyrese. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that people don't say a lot that Tyrese saved the song. But at the same time, man, like a little sidebar, that, that that one Tyrese album that came out in like 2001 was a classic. Oh, hell yeah. The one that had, uh, you looking kind of right tonight, and it, it had that, I'm the other man, I'm the yeah. other man. That shit was like, Track to track was fire. He had that, I want you on top of me. <laughs> Can't put your body And then, nothing else for time. <laughs> but that album was a slap. He had that, uh, I need an all ghetto girl. <laughs> I could use a ghetto girl. Okay, um. Now, this is where my list gets tricky. Cause I'm still wondering if I if I'm gonna lump all I'll do okay I know how I'm gonna do it I'll do it I'm gonna have a, a, an honorable mention on this one but my last two are related so the first one I'll say these last two is gonna be the game okay because much like Chingy when he first came out he had he had the best backing possible he had Dr Dre he had Fifty Cent who was burning and and tangentially he had Eminem the whole the whole yeah. Aftermath behind him. Kevin ordered the first album. 50 gave him like his, uh, 50 gave him two or three hits. Mm-hmm. And that was all burning. 50, uh, Bentley, uh, <laughs> Kevin got a nigga right out the slum. Compton, uh, you ready? Here it go. Call what? Basically, this motherfucker crumb. Took two weeks. 50 got it done. Sound with G, you in the hat. Niggas like, huh? <laughs> the flow on that song was a very unique flow, but but it worked. Sound with G unit hat niggas like, huh? Call on Banks, get this motherfucker crunk. Um, so the first album was burning. 
I like hot fish grease every every fucking track. To this day, I contend that that album might be, besides Get, Get Rich or Die Trying, the best overall G Unit affiliated album. <laughs> and it's neck and it's, it's neck and neck, in my opinion, it's neck and neck with fuck with a. Uh, of fucking get rich or die trying because of of the Dr. Dre presence. Okay. Because of fucking Young Buck and fucking Lloyd Banks and Tony Yeo didn't get no fucking Dr. Dre beats. Nah, I know. I don't know why is it. And there. That's actually a really good question because like, you would think that he'll give like 50, at least one beat. Yeah, fifty be like, yo, did you get hook these dudes up? I don't know. Just one beat, Dre. Just one. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Just one per album, bro. Just give us a single. Um, then the second album, I know that you think that's better than the first album, right? Yeah. I thought the second album was trash, and him trying to rehash what he did on the first one, in my opinion. Uh, then the, he, and then at that point, he continued to go down because uh, after the first album, he lost all he lost all of his back, yeah. and like without. <laughs> And, like, Game is a rapper, and I think that we've said this before, and I know that my brother and I have definitely said this. If you give Game a template of a flow, he can fill in the gaps of that flow and kill it. But if Game is up to his own devices, he's not so good. So he can, um, I think I think that we might have talked about this when I talked about Game before. And I use the, the analogy of, of comic book artists, like, Sometimes a comic artist will just like do like the panel breakdowns, it's like where, like draw like where the people will stand in, in the panels, and then like a second artist comes in and like he'll draw the details of those layouts, yeah. and that same artist can't necessarily go in. So basically, they'll do one artist, one artist will do like the storytelling um, part of it, and then like this artist comes in and it makes all all of the figures solid and puts in all the little details. So game and that job is called being a finisher. Game is a finisher. He, he can't do his own layouts. 50 can do layouts and finishes, in essence. So if Game doesn't have someone, for a long time at least, if Game doesn't have someone to, to give him that the layouts, he can't finish it. Until the album when he had a song with Drake. And then the album after that one, I believe. And the couple more after that, then, then, then like he fell off again. <laughs> and now, uh... I think what really made Game fall off was when he caught that case. That rape case. Yeah, I think so too. But, as I probably have said before, my favorite Game album overall, though, is, and I think you said that, like, he thought it was trash, uh, Jesus Peace. Yeah, I thought that shit was trash. <laughs> That's my favorite game album because I too struggle with wanting to be a good Christian man, <laughs> and mainly, and mainly, and mainly with the lust of my flesh. So I could I like like the game on on that album and and, and topics that he, that game spoke about on that album. But um, in any event, game has fell has fallen off tremendously, and I don't foresee game ever coming back. Um, especially because his style of rap isn't popular anymore. is is actually very unpopular. Yeah. Um, but I think Game needs to lean more to being the media personality, like say uh, a Joe Button or Fifty, because when Game was very active on Instagram, he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he was. 
But then, like, he just stopped. But then, like, he, for all like, whatever reason, he just stopped. But, um, yeah, so I think game game is definitely my next entry in the biggest fall-offs in rap history. <laughs> on that one, I, I got to I, I agree on that one. Because he, he had all the tools. And then mm-hmm. he backed up, then he got the tools again, and I think a little bit was the case, and then he went independent too. That was another thing. True. That was, to me, that True. was stupid, because when you do independent, if you ain't like Master P out here trying to hustle, then your shit ain't gonna get out there, ain't nobody gonna listen to your shit. That's true. Yep. Because that's also true, because Game isn't good at selling himself. I feel like. Game needs a, a, a machine behind him to push him. Yeah. He doesn't have like the marketing brand like say Fifty does, so that's also like a very good point about yeah, because um the music because Game got back to being a a good rapper after a couple of bad albums because uh the lowest point in my opinion was Camera Phone with Neo. <laughs> that shit was trash. Tammy is on. Take a picture for the camera phone. Yeah, she was. <laughs> That shit was trash as fuck. Okay, um, that is my fourth choice for uh my biggest fall offs in rap history. So who is your fifth choice? Alright. Last but not least, I got I'm going back to the archives of high school. And then this guy, all I know is he had was one single and one single only that was hidden. And after that he fell straight off the face of this universe. JT Money. <laughs> Close. Close. It's actually Cuckoo Cat. Jaquan Tipsy. Oh, okay. Tipsy. Yep, yep. Everybody in the club get tipsy. They had the like trash can beat. Man, it was like trash can with some mm-hmm. other shit. Everybody was trying to get that little John beat shit going. And it was working for the most part. Yeah. But that beat, that beat, his melody and flow is the reason why that shit went. Yes. Because, like, the verses were trash. Yes. Totally. One, and then, and then the two, and do the three, and do the four. This ain't fucking, fucking rappers of light, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 and then it was like, yeah, he's like, then I'm at the door. Then five, I'm is more. She ain't even on tour. Yeah, I know. Cause I rhyme hardcore. Like, bro, get a different rhyme scheme. Or how old? The are video you? was like, I would say the video was like, it had a thick ass girl. It had some thick bitches. And, I mean, some thick, some uh, physically attractive <laughs> women in the video. I know. Let's be a PC in 2021. <laughs> I'm sure they had beautiful minds as well. Yeah. Yeah, but that was that was it for him, right? That was it. Now I remember he had a second song that wasn't a hit, but I liked it. Hood Hop. Ah, uh, yeah, I did hear that. It had a cold beat. Had a good beat that, that beat that was slap. Yeah, but that definitely is a fallout because that song was a huge hit single. 
Um, that was like the fall off. It was literally the fall off for real. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I remember um, I didn't go to this party because I didn't go to parties like that in high school and like the first year of college. Like, in, well, until college, I'll say. But James Hewlett, uh, when he had his uh, open house thing at, at one of those bars, he told me about it after the fact that like, when that song came on, Somebody stopped it and then they uh, did did their own fuck remix to it and said, "All these hoes in this party suck dick." <laughs> <laughs> and I always remember that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It, it, it was even funnier in twenty twenty to me that that was a negative thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing to me. <laughs> Out of holes in this party suck dick. <laughs> How dare you stand there for doing something very pleasurable? I would say this that is some sagging all shit though for real. <laughs> That's Hell, all yeah. Shit. Hell yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, last time you talked to seen James Hooley. Last time I seen James Hooley. That last time we yeah, did. That was the last time I seen <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lawrence saw him last year because apparently him and his dad have like a car detailing business and like they got and Lawrence all like hired him. No, oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, like, yeah, like, that time that we saw him. Yeah, I ain't seen him since then. After that, that was it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm thinking about getting like a Facebook account to just talk to certain people from high school and shit, that, like, I don't mind talking. You should, man. I'm thinking about it. But I mean, I, I'm not adding anybody. It's going to be private. That's fine. And I, 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 I ain't going to feel bad about not not saying yes to any requests. Bro, bro, you literally, if you was on Facebook, you literally could get to the point where it can't nobody find you. Like, it's like, real <laughs> talk. Like, some people, I forgot how I was even, like, I forgot somebody was, told me they was on Facebook. And they found me, but for me, I was like, oh, man, let me see if I can find them. I couldn't find them. Like, you would literally have to put in their, like, email address and shit like that to actually fucking mm. find their ass. If you just put in their name, it would not show up. If you try to look through folks, uh, like, friends list, it wouldn't show friend up. List. Like, it, it's crazy. That shit hard. I got to figure out how how to do that. Because, uh, like, uh, I, I put you on there, of course, uh, fucking D. Coop. Because I haven't heard of D. Coop. I saw him like one time. He actually like made 2006. This shit actually popped up on my feed. I'm not even gonna lie. I was about to hit him up, but I, I ain't even hit him up. Cause I, I seen he popped up on my feed. That's the damn show. Yeah, because uh, last year when um, Aaron, because Aaron told me about like all of the bitch shit, of the, of the big shit that happens, like unfortunately people dying shit. Um, then um. He was telling me that he found out about one one of the people last year from D Coop's Facebook. So all right, shit. So like, of course, I don't have Facebook, but I have a IG. So I tried looking him up on IG, but he's not on there. So I'm like, okay, so I like, I bet it's the same with a whole bunch of people from high school because nobody has ever found. Well, only a few people who have actually found my Instagram account. No oh, shit. Because from school, bro, I, I had like maybe. Maybe five people. Damn. If that. 
But yeah, but I'm thinking about it, man. Like I just knew a, a couple people from school who I, I haven't heard for who heard from that I was real cool with. But like that's gonna be it. We'll see if I actually do it. I'm thinking about it, but like I, I changed my mind very quickly. So so I'll let we'll see if it happens. Okay, um, so that was your number five, right? Yeah. Okay, so my fifth entry before my honorable mention um, is going to be someone you who you may not agree with, but uh, I will explain. And this is this isn't anything new that I'm saying. I've said this for the history of this show because uh, this person has changed, has been able to pivot their career path to something that they are good at. But in terms of music, or as people in Baltimore say, Merzik, uh, he's trash, and he's been trash for over 15 years. And that person is 50 Cent. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. The one album wonder. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> now, again, you, like my brother, I believe, think that his second album is good, right? Mm-hmm. I actually, I actually know like a few of my rap friends who who, who who like that second album, but I still think it's trash. And now, part of, the, of that is, 50 Cent was on top of the world at that time, and he put out a special uh, version of that album that had like videos in it, yeah. and they were the cheapest videos in the world. I, I think that that, that kind of upset me, that this person who has that much of a backing had these cheap-ass videos. They were terrible. So that could be partially why I hate it. Like the video for Piggy Bank, that shit was—I was embarrassed for him. <laughs> that shit was so fucking low. That shit was like fucking the cartoon reboot, but <laughs> from the nineties, but it was two thousand six or some shit. That shit was terrible, bro. <laughs> um, but the first album was burning. And then uh, almost every song on there, I think, because I know I played the fuck up that shit at school every fucking day. I, I played that fucking album. And then the second one came out. The, the only good thing about that second album was in the um, booklet for it, it had titties in it. I know it. <laughs> it definitely had titties in it, bro. Because I was shocked that he could have titties in like his uh, album booklet. But. Yeah, and then, and then what came out next? Uh, Curtis. Yep, Curtis was the third one. With Ayo, I'm tired of using technology. When Fifty was trying to be like fucking Timberlake and, and Timberland, <laughs> it, it was so blatant. They like you trying to copy off them because that's right when the uh, I'm bringing sexy back. It's like the same week that came out. He, he said I want the same song but different. Yeah. Timberland. <laughs> And then, like, he tried to go to war all over 50. Um, he tried to go to war with Kanye and lost tremendously. Yeah, I don't even know what was that about, but it was all promotion. And it felt, and he felt miserably. He's the only person who made Kanye West appear to be the underdog. And, and, and since then, as, as we said before, he's had a, a, a slap here and there. Like uh, like like the theme song from from Power, which I don't really even count because it's a theme song. <laughs> if if that song would have came out 
independently of the show and then add it to the show, then I'll, I'll maybe count it more. But because it, it was made for the show, I can't really count it. Uh, but then he had a bitch, I'm the man, which was, I would say, is a hit. But that's it. Because like, he had a song with Trey Songz called Smoke that was terrible. He, he had a song with Funk Robin Thicke that was terrible. <laughs> right. Even... No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Even I Get Money was not that good. What? Nah, man. I don't know about that one. Uh, oh, what's the other one? You ain't got to take your panties off. Just move on to the side. Trash. <laughs> he was trying too hard. It was him trying to. It was him trying to do the same song over and over again. So, and he blamed it on saying that his music was too aggressive to be hits. But no, is it without Dre making your beats like like game? Yeah, you can't do it. But at the same time, I, I think what Fifty could have done. Which Lil Wayne did, because like when up a Mandy Fresh first left uh, Cash Money, in my opinion, this also is an opinion that, that people don't agree with. Lil Wayne turned to trash for a while until he found different producers. Because, because in my opinion, I I don't know if you agree uh, or not, but but the Carter Two is a, is is the worst Carter mm-hmm. by, by far. Yeah. I, I agree but, with them. Because I'm not, I'm not a big fan but of them. That shit was trash. Fireman was anything but fire. <laughs> yeah. But people, people, but the consensus is that that's, his be- that's the best Carter. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. That's I don't know why. It's the worst Carter. Because that's when Manny Fresh first left and Lil Wayne was, had, had no direction anymore. Yeah. Same thing with Fifty Cent, but 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 Fifty Cent never had that comeback in my opinion. Now, if Fifty would have found a producer who could make beats and make him sound good, then Fifty could have worked and, and and potentially have come back like Wayne did. But Fifty, in my opinion, has never been able to find that right mix again. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fifty, but I think Fifty. Yes, the videos are cheap. Uh, I would say that like a recent one that came out. To this cheap day, one. to this day, like. But the thing is, like, dude, you got the money, like, to put all effort. I just really think, like, music rise wise now, he's just so focused on all them damn shows he got to the point that he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna put out some shit just for the fans, real quick. I don't give a fuck if we go platinum or not, just to all keep it going. All five of his fans. <laughs> but Fifty was able to. Uh, pivot until a media darling. Like on social media, he he's he, he's immensely funny, mm-hmm. and, and he has eye for talent in regards to TV shows. Although I think that these new shows are are going to continue to be good. You can't have that many spinoffs. Like like I said before, you are not Marvel com comics fifty. You can't have a whole fucking power fucking uh a power universe. Yeah. The only show that I might watch watch from Fifty is um the BMF show. BMF. Oh, okay. Had to think for a minute. Yeah, because that one's gonna have some scenes right here in Michigan, because that's where it started. Yeah. So that one, 
I'll probably watch. Um, but that show uh on ABC now, firstly, it's great that Fifty Cent, a kid from the hood, quote unquote, has a show on on NBC on, on ABC, like one of the top three networks. Yeah, that's crazy. But but the show wasn't good in my opinion. I was bored as fuck. Yeah, like I thought it was good. The episode that I saw, the pacing was was, was so slow. To me, it just took, it took time for it to warm up, though. Yeah, and, and for me with TV, you got to start good. You got to start quick and, and then slow down. <laughs> for me, but um, yeah, but I'm unlike Game, who hasn't been able to pivot into like a a career as like a as like a media guy again, like Joe Button, like Ice Cube, like fucking. Luda, like fucking LL Cool J, uh, 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 Will Smith, people have been able to pivot from music to being just like media personality. Uh, 50 has been able to do that, and I would argue better than most. Yeah. But yep, so uh, my, that's my fifth choice, 50 Cent on the biggest fall off. <laughs> um, and if you have time, before we do our pick our topic for our next episode. My honorable mention is the rest of G unit. <laughs> <laughs> that I will agree with. I mean, what's the name? <laughs> he has though. Who? Floyd Banks? Yeah, Floyd Banks has his. Like, big for Mercy. He has some modest. They were pretty good. He has some good music, but hit so out. The only hit he had was uh, on fire. And, and like that wasn't like a mainstream crossover hit, like platinum hit. I don't think was it. No, it was just hitting at the right time, in the right, right time, right situation. Because yep. each member of G Unit had like that one big single. Because uh, Banks had on fire. Uh, Banks had. I mean, Buck had. Um, Buck actually had two. Buck had. Shorty want to ride. Which probably his big hit, but then like, but like his first thing was uh, like uh, was kind of big too. Ah, uh, what was it? How did that shit go? I know you gonna let me shine and get my. I know you gonna let me in with this now. Yeah. That album. And uh, Tony. Uh, that, that album. Fire. And, yes, <laughs> that shit was fire as fuck, bro. Like that's one of my favorite albums of like that year that it came out. And that's the one that I I look the most forward to out of all of the like, Gina albums Thank because you. Buck Buck was the most aggressive in terms of like his lyrics of of, of like the whole group. Yep. And uh and and Tony Yale had it. Shorty so seductive dancing on me. <laughs> that's probably the worst album I've, I've ever part of my fucking life. Oh, shit. Thoughts of a Predicate Felon. <laughs> Long-ass album title. I don't know what the fuck it even means. But yeah, so that's my honorable mention that I thought I would bring up to. Because I was thinking if I was to lump in 50 Cent G-Unit and Game all, all, all into one. But 50 Cent and Game had enough to talk about, the, talk about them by themselves. But I definitely want to bring up the unit. G unit. 
Did you not? <laughs> now that was one of the best best documentaries of all time. Like uh, uh, the gay documentary, stop stitching, stop lying. Yeah, I know, right? That 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 that, that documentary was hilarious. <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> My name <ain't> no Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! G you not? That shit was funny as fuck. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Because typically, I like to do those, but like, in this case, I had to put those out there. Um, just one group. I'm not really like I'm. I'm familiar with what you well you you familiar with too. They just got one hit single, and everybody liked it. And it's uh, was it the Linux? Uh, Lunix. I got five on it. That one. Mm-hmm. I got five on it. And it resonated. And the thing is though, I, I would say this: they get they get money royalties off of it. They just got more, more money off of it just alone when um us, us came out. Them. Yeah, yeah, us, yeah, yeah. And us, yeah. And I gotta give it to Jordan Peele, man. This dude, I gotta give it to him, man. He he be on point when he be dropping the when he be dropping the black movies, the black scary movies. But it's just the fact that he keeps it. Uh, he used basically like uh, hip hop, R and B for the like yeah. soundtrack, the theme. Cause like, which I wish came in when it came out, but. Like with Candy Man, it got say my name, say my name, and then I was reading the comments and some people, people was just like, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> you, you turned a good song into something evil, like blah, blah, blah. I can't even listen to that no more. <laughs> yeah. But that was a good theme to the song though. You, you gotta give him credit. I don't know if it was him or somebody else was like, fuck. Like whoever do it at I feel like it was him. Me too. I, I feel like it was him too. And I was like and you gotta give him credit for doing that shit. Like you gotta spark the motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Damn, what kind of theme I'm gonna get it? Is? Hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, is Candyman like? Is that not coming out at all now? No, it's coming out. They they just postponed it because of the whole COVID shit. Because of COVID, and just like with everything. Yeah. Else. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, like, dude, y'all better like y'all better jump on that damn HBO Max. Like HBO Max been doing. Yep. That shit been love. I've been watching. They're changing the game, bro. Like, like they're changing the game. Like they are gonna be a fucking Netflix killer in a minute. Like they're doing big budget movies that they had already made and put them out in theaters that are open yep. and also right on the app. That's brilliant, bro. That is fucking brilliant. That's giving people what they want. Disney. Brilliant, man. I'm a fucking Black Widow. That's why I'm just like, when y'all gonna get a jump up on this? Because Disney gonna be on some dumb shit. They gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna put our black women, gonna but we're it. gonna charge y'all like $30. I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> if they do it, that that's what they're gonna do. Whereas HBO Max did it better. Could they put fucking those movies out for like, I think, like what, two or three weeks? Yep. Two or three weeks. That's smart. Yep. Yeah. Put them out for two or three weeks, then take them, take them off. And then, like, yep. That's a brilliant idea. But Disney, you know what? You're paying the uh, seven bucks a month. But you know what? If, if you're gonna watch a Mulan, uh, give us thirty bucks more. You can watch it one time, <laughs> and and like, you can't pause it. You gotta watch all the way through. Exactly. <laughs> Just like in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbasses. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. 
Yeah, like this is fucking themselves up. Um, quick sidebar, and then we'll get the next episode planned. Uh, are you watching that? Uh, uh that one division? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, so like, don't, don't talk about it too no. much any details of it. But, but, uh, is it as good as people are saying it is? Yes, I'm actually shocked it is. I'm shocked too, cause <laughs> apparently they're taking risks and being like not kitty. Cause I thought if it's on Disney Plus, it's gonna be kitty as fuck. Yeah, they taking a little risk. But like, but like they're doing some crazy shit, bro. Cause uh, and, and honestly, what I will tell you though, I, I will tell you, mm-hmm. it's not even about the, the the show. Like what's going on in the show is at the end of the show, bro. It will be the show will be on for like. 30, it's like a 30 minute show, right? So when you look at the credits on there, it's like, okay, it's like, it's, oh man, it's like 37 minutes. You know, almost close to half hour, right? No. The show is like 30 minutes. The seven minutes you're going to be watching is literally credits, like a fucking movie. And I'm like, you got to be shitting, dude. Like, like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That shit pisses me off because I was like, like me and my son were watching that shit. Like, are you kidding me? It was like, what the hell? And it's literally like credits, like a movie. For like seven minutes. Because then you gotta think though, all the special effects and all that shit, like it's right. literally almost like you watching a regular movie. So it's all the special effects and all that shit, so they gotta give everybody goddamn credit. I was like, fuck, but man. <laughs> didn't the one from this week and two weeks ago have, have like post credit scenes though? This one did. I don't think the other one from last week, but I'm gonna double check. <laughs> when, when, when Quick Separate popped up, that wasn't like a post credit scene. No, that wasn't a post credit. He popped up at the end. It was, it was like it was, a cliffhanger. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So at least you. I'm waiting till that, that finishes up. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard about the big stuff but in terms of like what happens in in every episode. Like I know that they they got uh Monica Lambeau in it, who's Captain Marvel's yep. black friend's daughter. So, I know some of the big. Big details, but I haven't seen the actual plot to plot episodes yet. And um, it, it's think, it's fucking good though. It, it threw me off at first, like the first three episodes. I was like, it threw everybody off. Uh, yeah, because it was like you you was trying to read it. I just liked the themes that they had because they had the like back in the day like Dick Van Dyke show, which uh, is crazy, bro. Yeah, uh, Brady Bunch. Um, the other one was a uh, damn. I'm trying to think. It was Brady Bunch. Was it Al Bundy? Show. Not Al Bundy. Fuck. It was I love Lucy, probably. I, I think it was I love Lucy. Yeah. And I was just like, man, like they they were smart doing that shit and incorporating it. And this one that came out recently, I forgot what show this one was, but it was like a '90s show. I know that's a fact. Bro, but <laughs> here's why that is so crazy, man. Because what the this, I mean, what the Marvel movies have become are what kids movies, right? Mm-hmm. So kids between the ages of four to we'll say sixteen, that's who the target audience has become. Yeah. The fact that they would have a show set in the nineteen fifties in black and white for the whole fucking episode is risky as fuck for a for for a Disney Marvel to do. Cause like these kids are like what the fuck is this and. They won't cast any of the fucking references because it's their because the, the the kids these days don't care about the past. But the thing is though, they have to do the reference. They have to do the digging to figure out what the fuck is going on. Which is beautiful because 
Who would think that Dizzy would do that? I never, you know what? I'm damn. I gotta put that shit. On my, I'm on Facebook because a lot of folks know. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 genius. That's really genius. That and it's risky, <laughs> bro. And they knew that people were gonna not like it the first couple episodes, and they still did it. So I give them props for that. On the least interesting show of all the shows that they named, who gave a fuck about WandaVision when they announced it? Yeah, I know. At first, I was like, Captain America and Falcon. Then we got a fucking Loki and WandaVision. Who? Yeah, I was like, huh? What? That's what I was like. Now it made me want to think about uh, Falcon and um, uh, Loki. Uh, Falcon uh, and Winter Yeah, because I think that's gonna be good too. They, that trailer looked good. Yeah, it, it, it that, looked really good. <laughs> that trailer looked really good. And, and and it's cool that they are making these shows, like, multi-season shows, like, WandaVision Season 5 and shit. It's going to be, like, a, a, a one-season show because it's telling one story. And then they were smart about it, too. I think they're letting people see it now. But if you were to see the first three or four episodes, like, on Disney. Mm-hmm. You couldn't backtrack. Like after the week. Oh, for yeah, real? After the week, like if you initially watch it, you could watch the first episode. Then after that, the next week come on, you can see the second. But then if you try to backtrack to the first, you can see the first. The first one on there no longer. But <laughs> but that's only if you had actually watched it. Exactly. <laughs> that is crazy. But it's also clever. Yeah. Cause they didn't want you to fucking see the mystery and, and, and like all and apparently it's had so many hints in it, so many subtle hints the entire fucking season, yeah. right? Yeah, like I'm actually really impressed, man, because I thought that I was gonna be done with Marvel after Endgame was trash. I mean, not Endgame. <laughs> yes, a- a- after that was trash, and then like all these shows going like, going to Disney. But from what I heard so far, I'm very impressed by this. So the only thing I- I'll tell you, because um. Um, the villain lady said who she was on, on on the last episode, right? Yeah. But here, here's a little nerd history for you. Agatha Harkness is not a villain. In the books, she she was like the surrogate mother of Wanda and a Quicksilver when fucking Magneto fucking left them to be a fucking mutant and shit, yeah. and like their mom died. So and she taught she taught Wanda. Real magic, cause like that's like a mutant power, and it, but but she also knows like real magic too. So it's weird that they turn her to a villain. But it might be somebody else beyond her. Maybe I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Could have saying, yeah, could have talking about uh fucking uh fucking saying, um, uh, what's his name? A Mephisto. Yep, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all in all, good. And then like this, uh. From what I'm seeing, this is based off of the actual comic books somewhat. Because, like, Wanda has gone crazy three times, bro. And, like, killed people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, like, the kids, that's real. Like, her and the Vision had kids that she made up. And then, like, when she figured out that that her kids weren't real, she uh made those kids disappear. And then, and years later, she, uh, she you know what? My kids are coming back. Mm-hmm. Brought the kids back and did all, all type of crazy shit. So like, so like, yeah. So like, they're pulling from the actual books, which is also cool. Yeah, this is great. All right. Um, and what? There's like two more left. One more I think left. It's two more episodes. All right. So and, and they're all like between 15 minutes and, and like half hour, right? No, it's about a half hour. 
So that means that's going to be pretty easy to watch. That's like four hours. Yeah, you can run through it. Perfect. So in two weekends from now, I'm going to knock that shit out. Um, Alright, um, so this is where we're in the episode. And as we normally do, we have to come up with something for next episode. And we usually do a list and then we do um, a summit. Um, thinking if I have any ideas for a summit episode. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Is there any big news that happened? Uh, it's, a, it's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because we could do like a list again, but I would kind of want to do a, a summit. summit. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm thinking. Uh, I don't want to talk about Takashi and all yeah, his bullshit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, shit, what else is going on besides that? I mean, ain't too much been going. Yeah. <clears throat> Have we done a 50 Cent Summit? Yes. Yes, we have. Yes. Okay. Going over fifty so, cents, like biography and everything. You say he was bad. Yep, yep, we did. <laughs> yep, we did. We did. We did. And we did. Didn't we do like a Nelly one too? Yeah, we did a Nelly one. Yes, we did a Nelly. Yeah, I'm feeling like we should try to do a summit of somebody from our era. We didn't. We did Jay Z. Oh, uh, we did Nas, we did J. Cole. Did we do Eminem? Yeah, we did Eminem. A full yeah, because we went over Eminem. Episode? Okay. Oh, we did Eminem then. I think we did. Really? I just remember we talked about Eminem a lot. That's what I was saying. <laughs> we had, I, yeah, yep. I know we had that that a mini episode like we talked about him and um MGK. We haven't did a, a Kendrick Lamar one. That that I know we have. Mm. There we go. Okay. Yep. That that's what we'll do, and we'll all yeah. Cause that's a good one. Yeah. Cause uh, cause I don't think that Good Kid, Mad City is his best album. Oh, number one. So that's yes, that's good, and then. We could talk about how he's so conscious, but he, he he's been ghost this last year, especially yeah, with us black people have been going through a lot of shit the past year. And, and again, not saying that it's their job, but it's interesting that he will be silent during this time. Okay. There we go. Great ideas. Next time we'll do a Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar summit. Perfect. All right. Um. So that's going to be it for us on the podcast for this month. And I'm going to do the release strategy that we talked about via text. Uh, the new schedule for this show is going to be the last weekend of every month instead of coming out on a Wednesday. Because it seems like we do better on the weekends. Although this is still the highest rated show on the True for a Basic Picture Podcast. Alright, we are out of here.